Welcome to the podcast edition of The Three Grumpy Simmers. In this, our inaugural episode, The Three Grumpy Simmers come together as a newly formed group and discuss the newly released uh, into early access of Dovetail Games' Flight Sim World. Hi there folks, uh, my name is Dovewing24 and welcome to a new little segment uh, that we're going to be trialling here uh, just for something. It's a very important weekend in flight simulation so we're going to get started. Um, welcome to the inaugural episode of Three Grumpy Flight Simmers. Um, so um, I am joined here today and yes, literally we figured this title out five minutes ago and we all love it. Anyway, um, so I am joined here today of course uh, by Sergio Costa. So Sergio comes to us from helisimmer.com. Guys, how are you? And uh, of course, we are joined by the most infamous of YouTubers that I am proud to call a friend of mine, uh, Belgiode, because it, it wouldn't be a flight simulation video without Belgiode and his hat. Yeah, especially his hat, what yeah. Can <laughs> what can I think? It's the hat. Hello, everyone. Um, yeah. So, yes, uh, so obviously, folks, uh, we are here today because. Uh, something very special happened uh, over the uh, over the weekend or over the week just gone, uh, and that of course is the first sort of new simulator that we've seen in quite a few years. Um, so we're going to here today. We're going to be talking about a few things that we've our first impressions of what it is and gone through from there. Um, of course, I'm talking about Dovetail Games Flight Sim World. Um, now I'm gonna I'm actually gonna throw Sergio on the spot here to sort of to start with because he's made a couple of observations which I found interesting. Because um, Sergio, I know you're a you're a coder and sort of you do a bit of coding as well. So, what's yeah. what's your first thoughts having had a look at it now for a couple of days? Yeah, yeah, I'm a coder. I'm, I've been a programmer for nearly twenty years, so um, I have a lot of experience and background in software development and. Um, what what I've, from what I've seen from uh, FS, FSW, um, they have done um, you know quite a, a remarkable job in such a, such a short time. Um, actually, having old code from other guys from other teams develop and work uh, work all on top of it, it is it's really really hard. Um, and you know, I, everybody's complaining that. Uh, FSW looks so much like FSX, but you know what were you expecting? Uh, I wasn't expecting anything different or anything else from it. Um, you know, for them to just change the code, change it to 64 bits, and do all the little, the small uh, graphical updates that we have seen uh, on, the, on the flight simulator, it's it's been quite an enormous task. It's been uh, I, I can can't even start to imagine the amount of work those guys had. So, guys. We're having pretty much a great job coming from Dovetail Games right now. But I guess that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, I mean, I I come from sort of like the the inverse background. Yeah, I I, I don't. Well, I've got my by my coding knowledge started and stopped with one semester at university, where I went. Yeah, JavaScripting is not for me. Um, so you know, I I I don't get it. But you know. It's it's something for me that even the the idea of recompiling something to go between 32-bit and 64-bit and even reusing somebody else's code is is fraught with danger. So, for them to have something that's even yeah. functional, I think is is an impressive achievement. Um, 
that of course is always balanced by the the fact that we have a lot of people sort of saying, oh, but why didn't they make a flight simulator from the ground up? Um, what did what are your guys' thoughts on, on, on that path? I mean, that, that, that would be a pretty daunting undertaking, just from what I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, thing of it. yeah. I mean, one thing that we need to remember is they are basically a relative newcomer to the whole flights of industry. I mean, granted, they've got the train sim world that you know, was their baby from however long ago. Hmm. But especially last year when we went to Flight SimCon and we actually had the chance to speak to Stephen Hood. Actually, I spoke to him in the van on the way to dinner. <laughs> you know, he admitted that prior to, you know, all of this stuff, he never even thought about the concept of doing a flight simulator. This is like a completely new world that he had to initiate himself into. Mm. And, you know, granted, he jumped into the deep end. and You know, we're seeing the results now. There's still a lot of work to do. But you got to give the man some props. You know? He came mm. from a relative nothing to bringing this about to early access. And yeah, it's got a lot of work, but you know that's a pretty high achievement for someone who had no idea. Yeah, you know, um, starting is so people need to understand that doing whatever piece of software is hard. Doing a game is harder. Doing a simulator is nightmare. Okay, and starting. Every developer, I think that every developer, whenever gets into a project, he starts to think about what if I redo this? What if I do this from scratch? What if I do this in a way that I know um, it's better and probably faster to develop? The thing is, it's not. It's never going to be faster. Okay, developing software from scratch, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to take you a lot of time. And DevTale games could either uh, could have either you know, get the license from Microsoft like they did and start working on something that was already working um, or starting something from scratch. And right now, they would have a big chunk of pretty much nothing. Um, mm -hmm. It would take them maybe more, another two or three years just to have something right. that was, uh, you know, that even resembled what Flight Sim, what FSX uh, would be by uh, at this time, or would be at the time that was last released. So, starting something from scratch, it's a big no-no. And um, I can tell you from experience that even um, mm. with all the nightmare that would be getting someone else's code, and I've been there. I've been working over someone else's code and on smaller, way smaller projects. And it's not, it's really not easy to, uh, first of all, understand the code, and second of all, do any changes. And like, like you said, um, even recompiling uh, software using new libraries like uh, DevTail Games has done with FXS when they released FSX Steam, just doing that, it's prone to cause a lot of issues and a lot of problems, and they had a lot of stuff they have to solve, you know, just by changing libraries. Uh, not, I'm not even mentioning uh, turning, making, making it 64 bits, or starting to correct some issues or bugs, or starting to add some features. I'm not even touching that. I'm just, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just talking just, about using just the sheer libraries. basics. Just the sheer basics of, of, of yeah, just age, sheer, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Just to make it work. Just to make it work. You know. It's, and it's I think I think that's something that a lot of people seem to forget is that um, <clears throat> the Dovetail Games picked up on a piece of software that had had not been touched by its actual official developers in eight mm -hmm. years 
And in that time, we've had three generations of, of Windows-based operating systems. And yep. moving it to a pla to, to a state where it could run off that stably straight out of the box, I mean, that, that's an achievement in of itself. The other thing that I think a lot of people seem to forget um, is the fact that, you know, Microsoft's flight simulator technology was built and funded, more importantly, by Microsoft. Now, yep. the amount of money reserves that, that Bill Gates threw at it, because it was a passion of, of Bill Gates, was the flight simulator. So it was like he was willing to throw money at it. And, you know, and I'm going to go off on a slight tangent here because, you know... Uh, a lot of people who know me and have known me for a number of years knows that I know know that I'm very passionate about the last iteration, which was Microsoft Flight, and that was badly managed because it didn't have the corporate and the financial drive that Microsoft gave Flight Simulator, you know, two through ten, you know, and that's fundamentally one of the reasons why why Microsoft Flight failed. <coughs> so I think that. We need to make sure that we, as as community and as as people from the community, you know, hold Dovetail accountable absolutely for what they're doing and what they're developing. But at the same time, don't go down the path of going, oh well, it's ten years after the last one, so I expect to have everything that every third party developer's ever made out of the box. Sorry, that's not going to fly for anybody. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. got to cut them a lot of slack uh, when it comes to that because. I mean, number one, it's definitely not been fast to take code that old, optimize it, and bring it into the 21st century, so to speak. Hmm. Um, I mean, you think about the whole concept behind FSX Steam and how long it actually took them to get it to the point where it is right now, where it's stable. You know, I haven't had any kind of out-of-memory errors at all. Hmm. So, I mean, you know, it took them time to actually evolve that particular platform to where it is right now and during the process of course they're learning you know what the code can do what potential it has in order for them to take it to where it is now with lights of the world so personally i think it's a really monumental achievement it doesn't absolve them of the fact that you know they still got a ways to go but, but as yeah, far but as yeah. where we are right now it's worth Absolutely, and I think that's the key point, is that people need to remember that we are not... Um, we're getting into a... Look, I, I, I'm going to say a very early beta, almost a late alpha um, of Flight Sim World, I yeah. think is where we've come in. Yeah. Would, you, would, you, would you guys alpha, agree with yeah. that? Yeah, an alpha. Yeah, yeah. 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 Bell, alpha, would, you, yeah. would you agree yeah. with that? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly where it is right now, and I have a lot of background beta and alpha testing games of various different genres, not just like flight simulation and whatnot. So yeah, this is where we are right now. Make no bones about so, it. It's yeah. not a finished product. So we're coming in at a, a, a late alpha, early beta sort of period time of software <coughs> development of a of a simulator that, of a developer that is still, you know, finding their feet. They've proven that they've got the commitment and I think that's something that we need to um, yeah. really appreciate the fact that we've got a developer that has proven to commit to their franchises. Um, I mean, this is only their third major franchise. Um, so they've got, you know, the ability, they've, but they've proven that they're committed to it. So I think we need to, you know, take a step back and remember that, that when we're getting involved in Flight Sim World and as a community that we um, participate in it and we look towards it, that we're not doing, we're not, being what and unfortunately it seems to 
I noticed that even when the first announcement came out, we hadn't even seen, we'd seen no footage from it. We'd seen no, nothing more than simply a few words and a bit of paper saying we are going to release this sometime in the next four weeks. And already there were people on Avsim, um, uh, on flightsim.com, all preaching in Facebook going, oh, it's the worst thing ever. It's going to be horrible. Oh, it's the mm -hmm. death. It's the death of everything. I'm like, seriously, yeah. guys, we haven't even got like our hands on it yet. What the hell? And that di that disturbed me about our community. It did. It does. Yeah. Well, it was the same no. thing yesterday, too. I mean, when everything went live yesterday, I was at work uh, because, obviously, time zone differences and everything. Mm. And just in the four hours that I was still at work, you know, watching what's been going on online, I'm seeing so much hate. I'm like, you haven't even given it a shot. You've been in there once. You've checked yes, out. Yes, you know, exactly. Exactly. And you're already poo pooing on the entire thing. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I think yeah, I, I, I have this crazy theory that people, um, you know, we, we let's be, you know, it's not, it's not a matter of being honest. We all know this. We we spend a lot of money on the, on this hobby, right? Mm, we do. Exactly. We, we spend we, a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we um, we have this um, this uh, this needs to be validated. So I need for my sim to be the best sim out there. And if there's any other sim <laughs> coming, you know, I, I think that's, it's that's so true. true. Like, it's so true. Though. I, yeah. I need yeah, I need my money. Yeah. I need to know that my money was well spent, and there there's there's right. no other flight simulator coming on the market that's going to ruin this and tell me you have just blown two or three or four thousand dollars on something that's not the best on the market. But you know, but it, it is the best on the market if it's working for you. I have said this before a lot of times. If your simulator, if the one, if the sim that you're using is the one that gives you everything you need, you have the best sim on the market. Be it FXX, prepared, whatever. You know, if you take from your sim whatever you need from a sim, it's the best sim on the market. Period. Not for me, maybe not for me, maybe not for you, but you know, for that guy, for that particular guy, it's right. the best sim. Oh, know. that is yeah. that is so true. That is so true. It is something that that, that I've really come across is that simulation is such a unique experience because yes. you know okay so t take myself i mean i'm i love my low and slow ga i i love my low and slow ga sergio i know you love your helicopters like if you do that and, yeah kind of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, you, 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 it's, it's kind of obvious isn't it kind of obvious yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and, and bell you're kind of well you're kind of everything you, you're you're the one that we, we you're kind of all jealous of because you you enjoy everything so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I've always been that way. I try to find the good in everything. And yeah, Sergio was saying, you know, there for me at least, there is no one simulator that fits all of my needs. I mean, I love military aircraft. I come from a military-type family. So, you know, that's just part and parcel. Helicopters has always been a huge passion of mine. And ever since I got into, like, X-Plane, you know, that's been the go-to. But things like FSX and now FSW, I can get my GA fix, you know, as soon as I figure out how to get Dino Catenio's Tomcat into FS World, that's another <laughs> that's, thing. That, that's very true, that's very true. Yeah. But that's, that's the point, is that it's all so individual. And, and yeah. Sergio, I, I really appreciate what you were saying there, is that, is that what works for, for you, what works for Bell, what works for myself, isn't necessarily going to be what works for everybody watching this. And yeah. yeah, there is going to be something different for everybody. Is what makes their experience their experience. Um, so yeah, just just seeing all these people sort of just going off and not 
giving it a chance, I think is really what, what I'm saying here. Now, um, I think we've, we've all sort of established that one, that we all sort of agree that one. Of course, let's now talk about um, the fact that, okay, it is a, it is a beta, early access. Uh, let's talk about the things that we have issues with at the moment. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, Bell, I'm going to start with you. What, what have, what have been your <laughs> top three problems so far in your flight sim world experience? Curious. Okay. Um, well, they fixed the trees, so I can't really complain about them. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, we got that better trees in, in we, we got better trees in flight school because of you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and Tristan are considering Venom. about doing a tree simulator just for you. So, um, yeah. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait! I, yes. I can <laughs> wait. Can I sell that as a, like, as like an add-on for goat simulator? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I can oh. see that. I can see that. Mm. Um, but I, I guess right now, uh, three of my biggest things that I have issue with, uh, the ATC still needs a lot of work. I think, I know they put a lot of time, effort, and energy into recording all the various words and everything, but to me, it feels like they kind of took a step backwards on that. And we already have X-Plane where ATC is not fully fleshed out. So, you know, there's that. But again, P3D is using the default FSX ATC. There was nothing wrong with that. There really wasn't. If they were planning on upgrading it, they could have added to it, but not replace it altogether. So that's one thing. Um, the second thing is more of, I guess, a graphical uh, preference for me. I want to see you know, things, I guess, toned down a little bit graphically, which honestly is probably an easy fix for them as far as the, the graphics ending goes. Like one thing that I noticed yesterday, everything was horrendously bright. I'm looking at asphalt and it's white. When have you ever seen asphalt look white? You know, so the little yeah. color corrections, mm -hmm. the tweaks and so on, mm -hmm. um, maybe reducing the exposure, that sort of thing. I think that'll go a long way to making it feel a little bit more quote-unquote realistic. I know we throw that term around. Ah. And then, of course, <laughs> oh, the yes. mm. other thing is the the major thing, which obviously I don't expect that to be there day one, mm. and that is the lack of aircraft that we're really looking for. I mean, I understand why they did it the way they did, where it's only GA, but as I said before, I'm a helicopter guy, I'm a military aviation guy, I can't wait for all of that to be implemented. Until it is, I can't see myself utilizing the platform as often as I would really like. I mean, ultimately, I want to retire FSX for this. Totally. Mm, mm, mm. So, yep. That's okay. what I'm waiting for. Yeah, fairly, fairly Sergio, yourself? I, I, let, let, uh, wait, wait. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I guess the first one? Helicopters. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, no, actually, that. No, I'm that, sorry. That, I'm that sorry. Is, yeah, oh. that's actually the first, the second, and the third one. There's no helicopters. <laughs> there's a, but there's, yeah. yeah, but there, there's a good reason for that. And I'm not, I'm not even including this on the list. Um, I'm not. I'm actually not including this on the list. And I know some guys ask me, you know, you are a helicopter guy. You fly helicopters all the time, and you're not complaining about not having any helicopters on FSW. And actually, Steve answered this on the flight simcom last year uh, when actually Bell, Gilles, 
that guy with the purple hat there asked about it and uh, they mentioned some guy that was nagging Steve all the time about helicopters have no clue who that may be um, and uh, I, I think, <laughs> yeah I, I have no clue no idea I was watching the video and I was like oh okay <laughs> Seriously, though, you should have seen the look on his face when I asked that. He just kind of stared at me like, oh, I, I know who put him up to this. <laughs> I, I, maybe you thought you, you were me. So, um, yeah, you were in, in the danger zone right now. So um, I'm not even going to complain about like of helicopters because, you know, um, like the bell said, there's a reason for them not to include a lot of uh, uh, aircraft right right now and uh, the reason is that they are taking baby steps right so they are doing general aircraft and then they're going to move uh, upwards from there and I, I have to tell you that I was kind of surprised that uh, a multi-engine aircraft was added for on the, on the release uh, because I wasn't quite expecting that although flight flight school already had a, a dual engine aircraft so we need to understand that they are working this from the from the, the bottom up and what this means for helicopters is that we're not going to see helicopters for a long time, you know, for a long time. I would say that helicopters is probably going to be the last kind, the last type of aircraft that they are going to even touch or look at because it's the, the, the physics and everything behind it, it's, it's so damn hard to do and so damn hard to simulate and not even DCES does it perfectly so they have a lot of work uh, that they need to do and they are well aware of this they know the they're the first ones to say that helicopters flight flight dynamics sucks and so they, they didn't even want to include the default FXX engine because it, that's that's pretty bad and they didn't want it to be to have that experience so that being said helicopter is not on, on this uh, on this list um, but I have to agree with the with the bell here about the graphics it's all too bright too shiny too white too whatever uh, it hurts my eyes you know just to watch that. but you know uh, it's something that they can tweak easily for sure. Um, I don't have a lot of complaints. I, I understand what the product is. I understand this is something that they gave us for us to give it to give it a try and to give some feedback. And my my biggest complaint right now would probably be uh, the fact that and I've seen a lot of people complain about this. You are unable to change aircraft or um, to change airfield while in the sim. So you need to exit the flight that you're doing and redo all that stuff again. And my second com biggest complaint would be maybe be that you cannot, you know, when you start a new flight and exit that flight, whenever you start a new one, all those settings, all the, th the stuff that you have chosen, the aircraft, the airport, the weather is not there. You have to choose them all again, so that's kind of annoying because whenever uh, I, I'm I'm this kind of guy that um, at least I, I always take off from the same airport. I, I have no interest, at least right now, to check any other airports because I already know what's there. It's default FSX, so no surprise there, guys. There are a few a few airfields that they added, but other than that, it's default FSX. Sorry, guys, that's what we are having. Um, so um, I, I like to just to start on the same airfield and not have to choose, you know, weather and airfield and blah blah blah. I don't want to do this. I want it to be there safe for me. And whenever I enter FSW, I just hit the uh, click a button and, and start. So um, that's two, right? And number three is uh, I don't know. <laughs> The community. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's dangerous. That's, that there one. we go. That one. Okay. I, I yeah, know. It's just, I think we covered yeah, that one. Nighttime. 
Night time. That's a concern. Night time. Uh, yeah. Well, funnily enough, yeah. I was gonna say for for my three, um, my my biggest one is one actually that is a holdover from uh, flight school uh, that I pointed out very early on in, in, in flight school's release, and we never saw updated. And I was hoping we would see updated here. Is simply the lighting. Um, so the the fact that you know there is no night lighting, um, it's basically a black mass with you see the pinpoints of light and and on your aircraft you've got these beautiful landing lights that you can tell just illuminate an entire runway, but they don't like there is no lighting happening anywhere, there's no dynamic lighting, which is really frustrating watching the dynamic shadows on the aircraft and in the cockpit so I can see there is a lighting model somewhere buried in there which is looking outstanding it just hasn't seemed to make it to the part where lighting is really really important um, so that that's my biggest one that I've got and was very disappointed it didn't, didn't come across there it didn't come across uh, release but um, hopefully we'll, we'll, we better see that one soon because that will be a deal breaker for a lot of people but otherwise um for me, the the other one is again exactly as you guys said is the fact that everything's bright. Um, there's no way for me to adjust that, and I, I know they've they've sort of said with flight school they went for a specific look, but this is now the evolution of that where we need to give back control of that kind of look back to back to us as the as the virtual aviators. So, yeah, I, I'd actually like to see it a bit more toned down a bit. Um, I'd like to see it toned down a bit and just being able, or even just be able to <coughs> manipulate those settings a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the last one sort of ties into what you were saying, Sergio, as well, is um, I, I just want to see airports that, that got demolished between 2005 and now and airports that have started and opened since between 2005 and now. I'd actually like to see them in the sim. Some of the data's been updated, but there's a lot of data that hasn't been updated yet. Um, so I, I feel that that's um, one of the few points where the, I've seen the haters, where I, I, I hate to admit it, but I will back them on that one. Um, yeah. I really don't like the idea of flying with data. Like Now, I know having dug around inside the folder structure and then the looked at a few things and it's amazing what you can learn from a credits from the credits list it's amazing what you can learn from it um that there is updated data in there that we do have some updated data in there absolutely but um not enough it's it's we're still running with the majority of the data in there the vector data the um airport ICAO data um and a lot of the airway data that's all still dating back to 2004 2005 so um, they're my sort of three issues, but the, yeah, the biggest one's the lighting for me. Is is the the lack of night lighting is just disturbing. It mm-hmm. really is. So, hmm. but I think would we yeah, all agree? Really that... interesting. Yeah. Yesterday, coming into Aspen with absolutely zero lighting whatsoever. <laughs> I, I saw that. You're just like, okay, where the hell is the ground in this thing? That's right. Yeah. It's so, down. I think I actually landed in between the runway and the taxiway. <laughs> I'm seeing blue lights to my left and white lights to the right. Like, okay, well, this will do. Let's just try to stop now. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think, guys, um, uh, I, I think we've, we can all agree that this is a, a great start. Yeah. But it has a long way to go. 
So I think yeah, it, uh, does, it does. It does. I think yeah, what we'll I, I, do is, I, I, let, let's do it. Let's do a round the table. We'll get everybody's final thoughts because um, we've probably annoyed our viewers enough by now. And I can, I can already, <laughs> actually, you know, I can feel the hate coming through the comments already. I really can. Anyway, um, so let the hate flow through you. Anyway, uh, Sergio, thoughts, fi- yeah. final, final thoughts for where final we're at, thoughts, and where we're yeah, going. Yeah, I, I, I have to, I have to make, a, you know, I have to make a comparison with. Um, with the obvious other scene that that's on the market and that a lot of people use as a comparison for uh, for FSW, which is prepared P3D, right? So it's uh, it's based on pretty much the same uh, the same software base as uh, as FSW is. <clears throat> it's not exactly FSX, but it's ESP, which is a professional version of uh, FSX, if you remember correctly. Um, and the thing is, people are just comparing. Um, P3D as it is right now with FSW when saying DevTel Games sucks because DevTel Games hasn't even come close to what P3D is right now. Uh, but you need to remember two things. First of all, they haven't started with FSX. They started with ESP, which is a completely different uh, piece of software, even if it was based on the same software uh, as FSX was at the time. And guys, DevTel Games, Lockheed Martin, okay? Not a lot of money, a yeah. huge amount of money. Okay, mm-hmm. that's just for starters. Okay, the, one of the one of the of the companies has money, and the other company has money. Okay, so that, <laughs> that, that's a huge difference. That's mm-hmm. a huge difference. And then um, people are going to hate me for this because I don't even I don't really know. But P3D has been out there for how long? For six years. Maybe five. Uh, I don't version, know. Version one's been out for at least five. It'd be okay. Six years, yeah. Okay, so we have a piece of software developed by a company that has a lot of money um, over the last five years against some guys that don't have that amount of money in about a year, year and a half. Mm. Are you really trying to compare? these two pieces of software and saying that FSW should be at the same level that P3D? Um, I don't, really don't think so. I really don't think so. So uh, Especially right when now, it's early access. It's still early access. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really... Yeah, yeah, it's early access. So, But even if it was final, and uh, well, if it was final, we would probably wouldn't be uh, so gentle with them, but even if, we, if it was uh, something that they would be calling final... Um, that would be a huge achievement for them on, you know, for something they have done for a year or a year and a half, but they will not release something like this in, in so, so, such short time. So, um, guys, there's no comparison that you, you cannot, you, you really cannot compare FSW with any other team out there right now. You know, they have years and years of development. Pre-3D has been in development for five years. Explain has been under development for, I don't know. And, you know, any other sim out there has been under under development for a lot of time. Even DCS has been under development since, uh, you know, Flanker or something. So that's uh, also 15 plus years or 20 plus years. So you cannot compare FSW with any other team out there. Um, They have done an astonishing job. I am really happy that they have 
um, grabbed FSX and they're trying to do what they're trying to do. Uh, Steve, we, on, on that on FS on FS conference last year, uh, the video that we mentioned before, uh, where Bell asked him about helicopters, um, it reassured me. I had a lot of doubts, and when I when I saw that video, I was sure that they are trying to do the best possible for the community and for the flight simulator. So, guys, yeah, it's FSX, it's early access, it's uh, it's out there, and it's now up to us to provide uh, good. And I'm not going to say positive feedback, but constructive feedback. Yep. We need to Sorry. be constructive about. Yeah, we need Absolutely. to be constructive about this. We cannot just, you know, step up and say this sucks. We need to say this sucks because it should uh, have this. Yeah, and we, and yeah, we need to explain why there are issues with it and what those issues are, and you know, yeah, and that's and, 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 and take the responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much it. Um, that's 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 my that's my final thoughts on the on the subject. Bell, your thoughts. And actually, just to go a little bit further on what Sergio was saying there, that actually brings to mind a very good point. I am not 100% certain what the feedback process is. I mean, especially, you know, with most of us being like YouTube-type people and whatnot, mm. are we expected mm. to use that as our platform to give feedback? Is there like an official feedback process? Dovetail needs to be a little bit more forthcoming with how the community needs to get back to them. Because if they just leave it to social media, Facebook will murder them. Steam will murder yes. them. Yes. You'll have five billion comments of nothing but hate mm. and maybe mm. one comment in the middle of it that's like, hey, you know, perhaps you could turn down the exposure settings on the lighting during yes. the daytime exactly. and then exactly. raise the exposure settings at night. But you still got to get through all of this other vitriol to get that. So mm -hmm. I need to see Dovetail actually give us the the forum or the format that we need to be using to give mm -hmm. them the information they need to bring this to the next level. Because mm -hmm. whether they like it or not, they're behind the eight ball on this. As Sergio mentioned, they've only gotten a short period of time to figure out how this whole code works, how to implement it in 64-bit environment, and basically create what is essentially the blueprint for the flight sim that we want. Yes. Yeah. Now comes the hard part. And this is where, you know, a lot of the gloves are going to come off and we're going to be a lot less gentle with Dovetail because we want to see them make some progress, you know? So mm. this yeah, is where think, I'm going to be. Yeah, you're right. Getting, getting that clear path of communication is going to be absolutely vital um, mm -hmm. to them. And I know that. Um, having done beta testing in the past before, I know where successful beta testers uh, beta testing is when you have that clear line of communication. Unsuccessful beta testing and eventually leading to failed product is when you those lines are blurred. So yeah, that's a really good right. point. Mm. Right. There you go. Cool. That's my major concern right now. Everything else, you know, mm. it's all subject to change. So that's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah. I just need to know that, number one, they're going to be able to listen to us, and number two, they'll be able to implement things in a timely fashion, and number three, and probably the most important of which, which I'm going to wag my finger at Dovetail right now, they need to communicate <laughs> frequently with us. Mm, yes. None of this six months down the road, we still have no idea what the heck is going on. Yep. We need to know, and we need to know often where we are. 
Don't do that. <laughs> Tristan, can you can you please do us a favor oh. and when you are editing this video, just you know, <gasps> pop up. The... <laughs> I, I, I I'm going to try my best to do that because I need to have this giant finger wagging on the screen. All right. Um... <laughs> this is going to give Doctor <laughs> Game some some nightmares, you know. This. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, That's how you can tell you're a father when you have. That face. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, you have that face and that finger wag. Oh, dear. Okay, I don't even know how to follow that. Um, hey, look, we did I, say this is grumpy old men. It doesn't this, get yeah, yeah, This is true. This is true. We, are, we are three grumpy old, grumpy old flight simmers. Um, okay, so, well, my I guess that comes now to me for my final thoughts. So, um, pretty much encompassing what, what you guys have said um, and what I've said in, in other platforms and what I think we've all said on other platforms so far as well is the fact that... Um, this is an evolution of existing technology in the same way that uh, FS2002 was an evolution of FS2000. Um, FS9 was an evolution um, of uh, FS2002 and FSX was an evolution of FS9. At the end of the day, guys, this is all an evolution. Um, there are, and this is a big deal for a company to actually take on the mantle of, and responsibility to actually bring us the next iteration. Um, we have to we've we've been spoilt a little bit by um uh, by you know x-plane and by lockheed martin but the fact is is that dovetail are doing something new and different they're taking yes uh, something that's a bit older but they are doing new and exciting things with it they are they've acknowledged that parts of the old stuff they're throwing away so they're throwing away the, the helicopter physics and the dynamics and they're writing new stuff and coding new stuff from the ground up. Um, they're recognizing that that doesn't work. They're taking their time and making their commitments by going, okay, are we just going to put some half-assed jetliner in there that does the tube liner that doesn't really work properly in there at the start? <coughs> or are we going to take our time and actually do... And Sergio, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong here, but I believe even helicopter pilots still start in general aviation fixed wing at some point. Um, yeah. So, you know, this is where all pilots start. You cannot point to me to a single fighter jock or a single tube liner pilot and say, you have never touched the controls of a GA aircraft. I'm sorry, they have. That's how they learned to fly. So I think it's a great way that they're doing, that they're starting with this. And I'm really... I'm impressed that they're doing what they're doing. Um, yeah. But as Wait, uh, where yeah. is the Cessna 172? But that's is, isn't that uh. the beauty of it though? <laughs> the fact that we actually have a modern training aircraft. Admittedly, I was a bit perplexed by that too because the Cessna 172s are still common. But yeah. then again, I looked at my local flying school. There is no Cessna 172 or 152, or 180, or 182. They're not there. They're not there anymore. Instead, they're these new platforms. There's two Diamond DA-40s. And I went, oh. So, you know, flight training has evolved along, so funnily enough, so I've simulated. So, yes, okay, it's a bit of nostalgia that we don't get. If anybody thinks that we're not going to get a flight sim world with a Cessna 172 in it, I'm pretty sure that I can we can put money on it that we will see one eventually. Yeah. But I'm okay with it not being there at the start. I'm okay with that. Um... But again, as I said, we need to keep, we need to hold Dovetail responsible for their commitment to us and to, to do the development of Flight Sim World. But we also need to hold each other accountable to how we engage with Dovetail. Um, so yes, absolutely, we need a clear line of communication, and we need to we need to hold them accountable. But we need to do it in a constructive manner. If we yeah. start 
just bitching, whinging and moaning and just whining all the time, then they're going to stop listening to us. Um, and that's not what we want. We want to get the sim that we all want at the end of the day. Um, and I'm reminded of a of saying here, and I think it was Kennedy that said that, you know, you can, you can um, please some people all of the time or you can please everyone some of the time. I personally hope we go for please everybody some of the time. Because, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. going back to what yeah. we've all said before, yeah. simulation is what we all make of it. It's what we want it to be. Um, so I think that that's yeah. something that's very important we all need to remember. So. And the, the, Tristan, uh, there's something that we need to, to also we also need to mention that they're doing something very brave, um, yes. designing a product by committee. You know, by, by having a lot of people inputting, it's not easy because mm -hmm. you know, we're going to have a lot of different perspectives and yep. people wanting different things. So even this path that they are taking of allowing us to um, try their software and providing input and ideas, even this path alone, it's mm -hmm. something that we should be very first of all we should be very happy that they're doing and second of all we should be um, very proud and uh, congratulate them for the courage of doing it because this is not easy right. you know mm -hmm. the, they are going to they are going to have a bunch of guys thousands of people all, all over the world yep. telling them what they want and what they don't want and they have to filter that and they want to try and adjust it so that like you said they can please um, a lot of people uh, at least for some of the time or something like that. I don't know. It's it's very early here, so exactly, exactly. Cool. Yeah, so but even even the it's path that they, dark, they're yeah. following, <laughs> yeah, even the development path they're following, it's mm. not easy. You mm. know, and, and also we need to we need to remind that not even Microsoft wanted to develop this product anymore. Okay. Right. Yep. They right. they quit. They yep. stopped it. They just said, you know, we're, we're, we're done with it, that let's just, and, and now these guys grabbed it and they're doing something out of it and they're doing something with us, which is extra harder. So kudos to them. I mean, I mean, look at the and uh, funny enough, as, as as my final sort of closing remark, uh, you know, you, we were talking about engaging and, and talking about designing things by committee and engaging with communities. Yeah, so you know, and Sergio, you made the comparison of uh, of, of people comparing Flight Sim World and FSX to P3D. Yeah, how much community engagement does Lockheed Martin do? The answer is not a lot. <laughs> it really doesn't. So there you go. All right, folks, we are going to wrap this, this up. This is the first time we're going to see them at Flight SimCon this yes. year to tell you. Yes. Do you need to know exactly. about Lockheed it does. It does. I've it does. seen more Lockheed Martin in the last week at the air show here at Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, folks, we are going to wrap this one up. So thank you very much for joining us on this inaugural episode of Three Grumpy Flight Simmers. Um, it has been an absolute pleasure. It has been a nightmare to organize a time where we can all do this but that's okay we got there um, folks I hope you've all got something out of our discussions today um, I really do we look forward to hearing what you guys have to say um, and look forward to your feedback and constructive feedback both to uh, both to Dovetail Games for their Flight Sim World and to us because you know we're YouTubers this is what we do anyway uh, alright folks well that's going to be me wrapping up uh, so I want to say thank you very much to Sergio yeah, sure thing. Uh, we'll see you next time. It seems like a threat to me when he said it was inaugural <laughs> one, so it looks like we're going to do this uh, quite often. Yeah, yeah, we'll do so. And thank you very much to Mr. Purple Hat Belgio. Thank you very much.
Thank you and ciao. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks very much for watching. Don't forget, as always, to head over to helisimmer.com to get some of your helicopter and other simulation news. Don't forget to head over to Belgio's channel. I'll put his details down in there, down in the links in the description down below. And of course, as always, don't forget to subscribe, like, and the video here on my channel as well. So thank you very much. All right, folks. Take care. Thank, thanks for joining us. Take care. Say guys to all. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now. See you guys. Ciao.